Hey, it's Sonia. Welcome to another episode of Men Explain. Here's wishing you happy International Women's Day. Today, we're talking about oh, the dreaded topic settling down. I mean, I'm pretty sure like after the Chinese New Year, Lunar New Year time, we mm. were, you know, thrown at a lot of questions. When are you getting married? When are you having kids? When are you settling down? Thankfully, I was overseas, so I really avoided all those questions. But to answer that question today is my special guest, Zetong. Yeah. Tell us more about yourself. Oh, uh, well, before that, you know, <laughs> I'm not here to make any announcement, <laughs> just to be clear. <laughs> yeah, just to be clear. <laughs> well, uh, for those of you watching this episode, uh, my name is Zetong. And uh, before joining the industry, I was actually a full-time digital marketer at a tech startup. And because of a local talent search competition called the Star Search 2019, yeah. I joined MediaCorp full-time and right now I'm a full-time actor. Very, very nice. I mean, in 2019, that was the year where you were launched into, you know, the scene and stuff yes, like that. And it was the yes. first time that I saw you on stage as well. I was like, damn, this guy's tall. <laughs> it's been two years since we met and uh -huh. I forgot how tall you are. I was like, hey, <laughs> welcome back. Um, you know, we've been chatting with you on Zoom, online. Yes. So good to see you back in person. Yeah. A lot has happened since 2019. Um, I still remember the moment we were on stage and you're like, this is Tatong, he's going to be like a star, you know, <laughs> like he's going to be on the countdown show. Like, yeah, how did yeah, you yeah. feel? Then and then now, a um, couple years later, being in the industry already. That was crazy. I still remember the day I met you backstage, and you know, I was like, oh my god, that's the DJ that I always listen to. I was like, oh my god, that's her. And she was so friendly. I was like, I was like, oh hi there. I was like, you know, busy, you know, just trying to introduce right. myself. And, right, right. And back then on stage, I still remember um, it was only the second month of me joining the industry. <sighs> Yeah, and that must have been nerve-wracking. Exactly. Yeah. And, and everything just happened so quickly. Yes. In a frenzy. And I yeah. actually, frankly speaking, I didn't know what I was doing most of the time. <laughs> I was like, when my manager asked me to go to this place and do something, I was like, okay, I'll just do you it. Just go. <laughs> yeah, just go do it. <laughs> no questions asked. Exactly. Just go. Most of the time, I'm not really processing. Like, you know, right, not not right. only until like, you know, uh, in a few months ago, a few months back, and when I start to, you know, all the dust settles and, yeah. and I start to think about, oh, yeah. I'm a full-time actor now. Yeah, yeah. How How is that feeling? Because, you know, obviously you got thrown into this and being a full-time actor is so different from your previous yes. profession, right? Yeah, yeah. Wow, what do your friends and family have to say? I mean, this is a long way to catch up, by the way. We <laughs> haven't spoken, yeah. Well, fortunately, the first thing is that, you know, my family is really supportive yeah. of this career switch. I did consult many people, including my family and yeah. my uh, then-manager, ex-colleague, yeah. and also many other close friends. And a lot of them are very supportive of this change, you know, is actually a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Yeah. yeah, and many people actually wouldn't get to try this. So I was telling myself, okay, hey, why not just uh, give this a shot and uh, see how it goes, you know, a few years later. I've been adapting mm -hmm. and I've been quick to adapt, so-called. Yeah. The, the pandemic, you know, sort of helped to ease the, the pace of uh, yeah. adapting a lot. So uh, two years in, I think I'm somewhat adapted to this uh, new career and I'm um, finding my, I would say, my so-called path in this industry. Yeah, uh, for sure. I mean, it's all about branding, personality, you mm. know, so many things you have to consider as well on exactly. top of that and congratulations because coming up very soon we've got the star awards oh, congratulations <laughs> is it you, best newcomer or uh, what was the title that you were so best newcomer for? was uh was last year oh. uh, i got that uh, award last year and this year i'm nominated for the best supporting male uh male actor role nice, yeah nice. so that was a really an honor uh because two years in with zero background acting yeah. um to be nominated it's a great honor yeah really. I mean, congratulations thank for that. You, you. Seriously, I think it's a huge accomplishment and you <laughs> must feel so good about it as well or relieved or surprised or shocked. I don't when, know. When I when I woke up that morning, um, you know, uh, yeah. my manager gave me a call and then I was like, oh, 
do I need to be somewhere again? Like, you know, in a frenzy mode, do I need to be somewhere again? Am I late for something again? Oh my god! I don't remember. I was like, yeah. no, it couldn't, cannot be. I'm like, okay. And then she called and said, hey. Yeah. I said, ah, I have a piece of good news for you. I said, oh, okay. You are nominated. What's about? What's about? Oh! I just like screamed so loudly in my bedroom. Ah, there was not no one, in, no one else in my house. So it's always like this. Yeah. In our best moments, no one's there to see it. Yeah. I swear. <laughs> so I was so happy and overjoyed. I, I yeah. really felt like it's as if I won the award already. Wow. Yeah. So the first thing I did was to call my parents and uh, call my family and tell them the yeah. good news. And, and they were happy. They were overjoyed. They, they were also woken up by my news as well. Yeah. And they so, are based in Malaysia. They're not. You're, yes. you're doing a long distance with your family right now. Almost. Yeah. Semi long distance. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Well, hopefully they get to reunite with you. I yeah. know at some point you must be missing them quite a yes, bit. Yes, yes. Fortunately, I think I just met them uh, shortly after Lunar New Year. Yeah. I went back for a few days, you know, uh, in between work and stuff. So I'm glad that I'm able to you know, catch up with them mm. uh, after, what, two years of not wow, seeing them. Wow, two years of not physically seeing your family. Yeah. That must be so damn tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, but speaking of which, um, you went back to visit your family during the festive period. Mm -hmm. Any talk about, hey, Zetong, when are you settling down? <laughs> <laughs> Do they ask well, you these things? Is your family typically like that or your extended family? Yeah, okay. So fortunately, this time around, when I go back, it's way past the usual visiting, you know, oh. schedule of a Lunar New Year. So, so I kind of like, no, I mean, not okay. I, I, okay. so, hey, well, I, well, I mean, yeah. I wasn't on a sabbatical. All right. Oh my gosh, shots fired, shots fired. By the way, this is my first work, official workday back. Welcome back. <laughs> Yeah, no, tell me more. And then you, yeah. you, you were saying. Yeah, yeah so, so during the uh, Lunar New Year period, uh, I'm mostly, no, not mostly, all I've, all the family I've seen is really just my parents, right? Yeah. Uh, and they, they know that, you know, I'm not in a hurry to, to settle down because they know, you know, before joining the industry, maybe mm -hmm. they have some thoughts on me setting down before turning 30. Okay, oh. 30 is an arbitrary age, right? Yeah, but yeah. Uh, after joining the industry, they, they have no hopes of that, <laughs> so, of that happening soon because... I think they, they do hold the tra traditional views of mm. that, you know, being in the industry meant that you can't set it down early, you mm. know, for the sake of like maybe your fans or your viewers or people who love you on screen. Right. Uh, they wouldn't want you to, you know, get into a relationship that quickly, that mm. fast. So to them, they sort of like accepted the fact or uh, I might not settle early. Yeah, so that's why during this Lunar New Year, they have not given me any pressure at all. But wow. my elder sister is taking the full brunt of it. <laughs> <laughs> I hope she's not watching this. But. She's definitely watching <laughs> this. I mean, you are 29 now, mm. right? And, um, you know, you mentioned the whole thing about, you know, turning 30. And then yeah. society has this certain impression like, oh, you have to have your life sorted out by the time you're 30. You, yeah. you should be married. You should have kids. Yeah. I don't know. Like back then when I was in school, like some people were like, yeah, you know, by, by 27, by 28, I'm going to be like married and I'm going to be a parent by 30. Yeah. Well, guess what, guys? I'm 30 right now. Nothing has <laughs> happened. <laughs> Neither of those have happened. So I just wanted to, you know, address that a little bit. Do you think that is just society's view? Like, do we necessarily need to conform to that? Is it still a thing even? Yeah. You know, I once subscribed to this, like, Singaporean blueprint okay. of, uh, you know, you go through school and then when you graduate, you know, for guys, maybe it's like mid-twenties, early-twenties. Right, for right. me, it's early-twenties. And then you find your sweetheart in university and yeah. then you BTO first. Right, right. And then you go and buy the ring and then you do the engagement stuff and by 27, 28, you have your first house. Right. Uh, and then you settle down, right? So that's the... Standard. Standard yeah, blueprint yeah. for any Singaporean man to follow through, right? Right, yeah. Um, so previously, I was a, a strong believer of that. I was like, because all my friends are all doing the same thing. Now, really, your current group of friends. Yes, yes. It's not uncommon to, to hear your friends that, saying that, oh, I'm meeting with my girlfriend, then they met in university or, or uh, bef even before that. So, so it's not uncommon to hear uh, a lot of my friends setting down. So even yeah. as of 
today, since you know I've skipped their blueprint altogether, it's not uncommon to hear my friends, you know, raising their second or expecting their second wow, yeah. or like you know uh, moving to their own BTO flats right now at my age. So I would say that this thing is, I'm not sure why society sort of like put an arbitrary age of 30. Mm. It could be, that's the question I want to ask you. Do you yeah. feel of the pressure as a woman to mm. just simply because there is a biological clock that's right. ticking away, yeah. do you feel that the pressure is there? So mm. 30 isn't exactly an arbitrary number. It's more like they want you to settle down yeah. and have your kids and stuff. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. Wow, the tables are turned, no? Suddenly he became the interviewer. <laughs> no, ask me, ask me, ask me. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't disagree with you. I think that, you know, there is a general consensus out there. People think like, okay, maybe um, you've got to think of your health and your mm. fertility and all that mm. kind of stuff as well. Because, you know, technically, after the age of 30, you know, you're considered, if I'm not wrong, one of my friends who has a kid, she had a kid at 35, mm. Um, and it's considered a geriatric pregnancy. What's that? Means, okay, you know, geriatric means old. Oh, right? okay. Literally, at 35, apparently, it's considered geriatric pregnancy already. Oh, okay, yeah. That's that means you're that. like towards the risk. tail end of your, mm -hmm. I don't know. But I think technology and healthcare nowadays are changing mm -hmm. that perception a little bit. However, I mean, I've had. I've had questions from my family, obviously, and my extended family as yeah. well. Um, you know, asking, when is Sonia, you know, get a settling down? Uh, when is she gonna... She's still so busy doing her thing and like, you know, yeah. seemingly travelling and doing all that kind of <laughs> stuff. Like, is she gonna have kids at yeah. some point? Yeah. Um, and to me, I feel like because of the nature of our industry, okay. I feel like it's less pressurising to settle down and have kids. Ah, okay. I don't know whether you agree with me, yes. but... You know, I feel like there's so much more in our career that we have yet to explore or experience or do mm -hmm. that at this point, I can't even keep a dog. I mean, can you... Uh, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, you yeah. can't even have a pet, pet. right? Yes. At this point. Yes. So that's my... Really, that is how I judge things. If I can't take care of a dog, yeah. I cannot take care of a kid or a husband. That's for sure. Uh, so, uh, therefore, I feel like I need, you know, a partner in life who is also in the same thought process, the same phase, you of know. Of course. Eventually, you want to work there, okay. but maybe not right now. And I, I don't think, I think at 30, there's still so much of life left to live. Of course. Before this chat, actually, I'm not sure if you're a believer of the whole society right. construct of, social construct of marriage and, you know, yes. family and stuff. Yes. So, I don't know, you seem to me that I thought you were a non-believer. But after this yeah. chat, I, I felt that you have some plans. It's, that a, it's plans a mix. Not now. I think it's a mix, you okay. know, because I think some of us, I, I recognise that sometimes we are talking through a, a lens where we're a little bit more fortunate to mm. be, say, more financially stable at a certain age, yes. you know. I mean, sometimes when you look at it compared to our peers or people who have not started working so early, um, perhaps we have more financial freedom or stability mm. or, you know, and I recognise that we're looking at it from a more privileged standpoint. Of course. Um, but at the same time, uh, because people need to, you know, get their house or they need to get a BTO and stuff like that. And I think that's also very important mm. to be a homeowner and stuff. And if you're able to do that together as a couple, like honestly, that's totally fine as well. Uh. But yeah, um, I'm kind of like a typical Capricorn. Like I want to be independent and all that stuff. So it's like <laughs> just the way that I yeah. am yeah. really. Yeah. So in that case, what is your definition of success and stability then since you're already approaching 30 yeah you raised a, a really good point yeah. just now um you mentioned about you know financial stability and you know yeah. um the freedom of doing things you know my definition of success uh used to be achieving my life ambition right yeah. uh in my early 20s i was a, this hot-headed 
passionate young guy in yeah. tech. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I was following uh, people like Steve Jobs, right. Mark Zuckerberg. So my life motto back then, my life ambition, was to make a dent in the universe, right? Okay. So I want to leave a legacy, you know, after I pass. Yeah. And of course, try to, you know, impact millions of lives yeah. and not just like, you know, uh, doing something small. So that was the young young me in the 20s, right? But uh, eventually after I make the career switch, which I did not expect it happening, yes. I look at success in a very different light right now. Mm. So how I see is that uh, there are two parts to it, right? One is definitely financially, you want to be stable, you want to be free, you want to be uh, abundant mm. so that you can make a lot of uh, decisions that's not tied down uh, financially. Mm. Of course, I'm speaking from, a, I would like to say, a privileged yep, lens yep. to have the ability to make choices uh, without being tied down financially. Yeah. For the second part of the success, actually, I want to bring in a bit more about interpersonal relationships, okay. be it with families, with partners, with your loved ones, with your pets even. Uh, I feel that there's also a part of it should contribute to what you define as success. Mm -hmm. No matter how big of an achievement you've made on earth, uh, you would want there to be a group of people or someone to share your success or happiness with. Right. So I feel that interpersonal relationships is also something that you know I've worked hard to, to build uh, towards it. And I'll factor in as one of that success. Mm. So, you know, relationships with family, relationships with my partners, loved ones, siblings as well. I'll all group them, lump them together as like yeah. what I define as success. No, I honestly couldn't yeah. agree more. Like seriously, yeah. this this International Women's Day, I think it's more <laughs> than just, you know, celebrating us yeah. as women and as individuals. I think that we share a lot of similar mm. views as well, even as men, as women, and we all celebrate kind of like the same things. Yeah. Um, essentially, the concept of success is changing so much and mm. it's ever evolving right and I like the point that you brought up about how we need to focus on like not just love life relationships but also relationships in all aspects yeah, and facets exactly. and I think during my sabbatical that was one thing that I really tried to focus on too because as you know mm. in this industry you're like constantly sometimes you work odd hours you work yes. for months you're yes. filming and doing so many things that perhaps you feel you neglect your family or your personal relationships, right? You're always like hustling, hustling, hustling. Mm. I want to do this. I want to take up this project and stuff. And then years have gone by and then you realize like, oh damn, like I realized I didn't spend enough time, I don't know, quality time yeah. with my family yeah, yeah, and yeah, my yeah. friends. Yeah. And it, it got me very emotional because my parents are getting old and you know, they are approaching their late 60s and I'm like, oh my gosh, like I want to spend yeah, more time, time with, with them. them. But yeah, so since you're you're on that topic and you've defined your success, mm -hmm. um, what's going to happen like when you hit 30? Do you think you feel any different moving from your 20s to your 30s? I'll tell you, I'll oh. tell you what my take is because I just turned 30. So I'll tell you, I'll tell you how I felt. But uh, you tell me first. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Do you think anything will be different when you hit the 3-0? When, when I'm in my early 20s, I used to think that 30 is a very, very old age. Like yeah, by course. 30, I should have been like this, this, this. I should own this, this, this. Mm. You know, I should be this and that. So turning 30 is, uh, back then to me, was yeah. a scary thought. Like, oh my God, 30 feels old. Big. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But right now, uh, I'm at the edge of like reaching 30. Yeah. I actually feel that, you know, 30 is really the point where all the good things happen, I feel. So is I'm it? even more excited to, to, okay. to hit 30. I mean, yeah. it's just an arbitrary number of yeah. number of years you live mm -hmm, in on, on mm -hmm. Earth, right? But I feel that there'll, there'll be a lot more exciting stuff happening in my 30s than in my uh, 20s. Because mm -hmm. in my 20s, there's a lot more um, insecurities, Figuring a out, lot more yeah. uncertainties, a lot more uh, anxieties. You're not really sure who you want to be and you, you are still trying things out. Mm -hmm. Whereas going to my 30s, I feel that I'm going in with a very stable choice or a stable path. Not say stable. Yeah, more comfortable uh, with more yourself. More comfortable with myself. Right. And, and also, there'll be a lot more 
exciting things that that's gonna happen. So that's yeah. why I'm more excited about my my thirties yeah. compared to what I thought I would be uh, in my early twenties. So what were some things you were insecure about in your twenties, if you don't mind sharing? I think a lot of it has to uh, tie down to uh, my career. Right. Uh, I think every night you know you lose sleep over thinking like, okay, is this the right thing to do, or yeah. like, am I in the right path, mm. or should I be attempting to do something else? Because you're just so afraid of losing your youth on something that's not worthwhile, right? Yeah. Uh, you're so afraid that you know, you're lagging behind. Because for the 25 years of my education, I have been always been worried like I'm lagging behind my peers, right? right, right. So straight out of the gate of uh, education system, you want to make sure that you're on par, yeah. you know, or like you're not lagging behind. So I think that crippling fear is, is what that holds you back to really explore different paths. Yeah. But after a while, you realize that, hey, the competition is really not with the people beside you. It's yeah. just with yourself. Exactly. And, and how com you... And comparing, sorry to interrupt, but yeah. you know, comparing yourself to others brings you no happiness, right? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So so I think in, in my early 20s, there's a lot of that. Like, yeah. oh my God, my, my friends are in the banks, you know, uh, they're all from business schools. They're doing really, really flying high flyer lives. Yeah, propose already, yeah. got first kid. Like, exactly, okay. I'm like, okay, what am I doing here? <laughs> right, <laughs> Still right, like bumming right. around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, so there's a lot of, uh, I'll say a lot of... Um, insecurities and anxieties that stretches into like a lot of sleepless nights yeah. uh, so I think uh, that's a lot of that and reaching the late 20s there's a lot more reassurance yeah. like hey it's okay I can take my time I can be my, in my own race and I just need to know where I want to hit to and I just need to know what's being returned in my eulogy, right? So... Well, what? <laughs> Wait, that escalated super quickly. What happened? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, when, when me and my friends always discuss like the meaning of life, yeah. uh, we love to have this kind of discussions. Okay. Maybe it's a quarter-life crisis or maybe a mid-life <laughs> crisis. I'm not sure. Oh, it's actually it's a weekly crisis for us. <laughs> for me and my girlfriends. We sit down for hours and we talk about the meaning of life. But please tell me your meaning of life. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm down, yeah. Yeah, so no, in that case, then, then we will say that, you know, to find the answer to that, you know, we just start from the end, right? Yeah, and just say yeah. that, at the end, what do you want people to think about you or think of you uh, at your deathbed? Um, what do you want people to, to write on your eulogy, right? Are so serious, eh? From there, then you think, <laughs> I mean, it's a bit morbid to, yeah, to yeah, start yeah. your work uh, today, but uh, I think that's how you can think back and, you know, work backwards and think, okay, what do I really want to achieve in this uh, short few decades on earth, right? Yeah. So I think that's, uh, that's how we got the reassurance and felt a lot more uh, calm and at peace with ourselves yeah. to know that, you know, we know what we are going for and we are comfortable with our own pace. For sure. I mean, yeah. I know some friends who are young, you know, around your age or mm. even younger who already know that they want to be a dad. Like, they already know that that's their life goal or yep. eventually they want to raise their kids and mm. stuff like that. So, you know, the thing about it is I think for, for society, there's not as much pressure on men to yeah. settle down. Like you mentioned earlier on about the biological right. clock and stuff like that. But um, to me, like men age like fine wine or something. Like, <laughs> I don't know, like you guys get more attractive when you get older. <laughs> so why? That's so unfair. <laughs> I swear, like the moment like we hit our mid-30s and both like, oh, your shelf date, what expiry date is here or something. I don't know what people say. All these oh, like no. typical things that people say. But then yeah. for men, when you guys get older, they're like, wow, he's getting so distinguished looking or yeah. like he looks so much better. Charismatic. Charismatic, yeah, yeah you see. A little more manlier. That's why. Yeah, in the yeah. 40s, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, actually, I feel that it's, it is quite so unfair. Double standard, right? It's damn unfair. It's so unfair. Sorry, yeah, yeah. Sorry I spoke so long that I yeah. didn't ask you about your... What do you think of you being in your 30s? You just passed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, to answer your yeah. question, yeah, earlier. Um, so yeah, I just turned 30 recently and... Uh, to be honest, I woke up on the day of my birthday and felt the same. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't feel any different. I don't know why. Because um, some of my friends who turned 30, I think it's the concept of it. Like you change the digit of your, the first digit, yes. you know, of the your age. Club. Yeah. And it feels huge, right? 
And some of them had meltdowns, like, they're like, oh my god, like, what am I doing with life at 30? But I think also coupled together with the fact that I've been working for a very long time, as you would know if you've been watching this show for a very long time, you know, that I love working and I tie a lot of my self-worth with that, which sometimes is not very healthy as well. Mm. But I think due to the fact that I've been working for so long, um, it almost doesn't feel like turning 30 was even a thing or oh. an event to me anymore. But as I went into my sabbatical during uh, Jan and Feb, I had more time to think about it. And I started writing in my journal. I still write journals oh. sometimes, like just okay. like as a reflective uh, practice. And sometimes I read back at it, I'm like, you're such a stupid bitch, like when I read back at some of my entries. But um, as I reflected on turning 30 a little bit more, I think my focus started to shift towards making sure that my parents, my family, mm. my immediate family has a better life moving forward and how do I assure that that can happen? I, th mm. I don't know, it just, it was a sudden shift and that's all I want to focus on in the coming year because I think I focus too much on my career and myself, like my self um, development in my yeah. career over the past right. like few years, especially in the recent like five, six years that everything's going by in a flash and you don't stop to smell the roses at all. Yeah, okay. So yeah, that was that was my realization turning 30, that time goes by super fast. Don't waste another minute. <laughs> that was my realization, yeah. Do, do you feel that, you know, since maybe when you're younger in the early yeah. 20s of, of you joining the industry, you already mm. knew, because you always come off uh, to me as a person who, who knows exactly what you want in mm, life and mm, you mm. have a very clear direction and therefore you go out there and live life to the fullest, right? Mm, so mm, I'm mm. sure a lot of people who are watching this video are envious of, of the life you're living. Mm -hmm. So I'm just curious, I'm just curious, like, <laughs> do you already have a very clear goal and direction in what you want to do with your life or? Yeah, you know, it's so funny because I know everyone thinks that of me. Yeah. I mean, for some reason, um, I am a very driven person when it comes to work, okay? that That is for sure. Um, I do set goals for myself, but this year I didn't. Funnily oh. enough, I didn't set any goals in the beginning of the year. I was no like, new resolutions. I'm yeah? just gonna live my life. This year, my goal is to live my life. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. Um, okay. Of course, in a measured way, like, you know, uh, money is finite. Like we cannot yeah, just go. <laughs> we can't just enjoy like every of single course, day. We gotta come back and hustle. Um, but I think you know, it's okay sometimes to be in between. Um, I read this somewhere recently in a book. Being in between sometimes, you know, you you panic because you're like, I'm neither here nor there. I'm not at you know the place that I want to be and I don't know where I'm supposed to be and I don't know what I want in life. But I think the fact of the matter is that every phase of life that you move into or every year that goes by, what you want kind of changes in a way. Like you may be very clear like, oh yeah, I want to do this with my career in the next two years or I want to be a mom by the time I'm, I don't know, 35 or whatever. Mm. But as the years come by, it's okay for the things that you want to change. I feel, mm. but that's my take on it. Of course. So I'm, you know, you may agree or disagree, but I think sometimes taking it as it comes yeah. puts less mental pressure on yourself, exactly. you know, yeah. and stop comparing yourself to people. I think that's the mm. most important thing. Number one thing, yeah. I want to switch gears a bit and draw your attention to to a quote that was actually quite infamous, um, that went all over online. Now there was an infamous dialogue between the late Mr. Lee Kuan Yew and uh, Miss Joan Sim. It was she was then PhD student in NTU. He urged Miss Sim not to waste time with a PhD anymore, that getting a boyfriend or partner is more important and satisfying than your PhD. Well, I mean, he didn't say it with any malicious intent, uh -huh. obviously, right? But it's sort of casual words maybe in the past, you know, um, of a past mindset that could linger on. Mm -hmm. And I don't know whether some of that mindset still is around. What do you think? 
I don't know, maybe maybe when he said that, you know, that morning he had a meeting about birth rates in Singapore, so that triggered him <laughs> okay. in the afternoon too. I don't know, I'm just uh, giving maybe, some maybe, wild, maybe, uh, yeah. I'm just letting my imaginations run wild, uh, please yeah. don't come after me. I think, of course, I think it's a passing remark that he didn't uh, expect it to yeah. have such an um, impact. impact. Yeah. It ties back to a lot to what you have just said, like mm. everyone has their own path and everyone has their own choices and there isn't really like a, is this better or is that better? Yeah. And I feel that everyone has their own choice to their life. Maybe that, that girl who's uh, doing the PhD might not even want to settle down or have kids. Maybe she finds that. In that moment, that, maybe she didn't want to, yeah. I would say that, that that's not her priority. And yeah. and the, for the fact that academy is super important, okay? Like oh, contributing to like science and technology advancements is super important to our society as well. Yeah, I would just say that everyone has has their yeah. own path. Uh. Yeah, and I've seen, you know, women who can have it all, the career, the education, and the family, <laughs> eventually at some point, right? Sonia will be, yeah. will be there. I mean, <laughs> maybe be my guest again in five years. <laughs> we'll see, we'll see, we'll see whether I pop the baby by then, but oh, I really don't know. <laughs> important announcement. No, no, no. <laughs> anyway, you know, obviously you mentioned earlier on as well about uh, reaching a point in life where some of your friends were settling down, mm. having kids and all that, and do you hang out with them as, you know, with, with their kids? as well too or yeah I do I do, you do? How, do you, how does that make you feel just curious I don't know it's fun to be this uh, this person to go in and just play with the little baby you know uh, you can leave them there and go home after that exactly yeah, you, don't have to exactly. <laughs> you have all the fun yeah minus the diapers changing yeah. minus the crying in the midnight yeah. <laughs> everything yeah. so it's yeah. like you only enjoy the fun part so I was like okay that's really good you know occasionally on his birthday or like on our Christmas you should buy a toy and then just play with the baby I think that's like the best part of I would say Pseudo parenthood. Yeah, so you get a taste of it. <laughs> exactly. But not like the full, full deal. You can choose to answer this or not. But are you dating at this point in time? It can be cut out as well uh, if if you are not comfortable. I'm not married, therefore I'm single. What a vague answer! <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> You know, okay, if the government forms ask me to fill up, I'll be like, yeah, I am single. single. Okay, yeah. got you, got you. Yeah. But are you? do you ever catch yourself in moments where you feel that you're afraid of being single past a certain age? Or does that not bother you at all? Yeah, um, that, to be honest, hasn't bothered me at all. So you're um, okay if you're single for yeah. in your older years? That, that's the thing. I haven't really yeah. thought so far into like, the years ahead, like, you know, when i in my 50s or 60s, yeah, yeah, yeah. if I'm still alone and, and by myself, I haven't given that much of a thought yet because I always assume that there will be a partner that I spend my life with. It's just not now, maybe. Yeah. So a lot of times, I wouldn't think so far ahead, like, okay, would I yeah. die alone or like leave yeah. alone at the end? Yeah. Uh, I haven't given that much of a thought, but being single has its own perks and benefits. You got to spend time with yourself and you really let your thoughts settle and yeah. then you can do things that you can truly... I would say love yourself and understand the meaning of like what it means to be with yourself, be at ease, have a meal alone. Yeah. Okay, you probably haven't experienced that in a long while, but have, have a I meal have, alone. I have. Go you to eat alone? yourself. Do you eat alone? Yeah, yeah, I eat okay, alone. Okay, okay. I eat alone sometimes too. Yeah, and no, the thing is like, I go to, let's say I walk past a restaurant and, and it's a steamboat place. It's like, I feel like having steamboat for lunch and then just walk in and say table just for go. one. Yeah. Yeah. And and if there's a movie that I like to watch, I'm like, okay, I'll just get the ticket for one and I just yeah. want to watch a movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually not that hard to do things alone, guys. It's, it's quite liberating, I would say, right? Yes. Like, I know you're in a very blissful relationship, but are you afraid of uh, being single mm-hmm. at the end of your life? I mean, touch wood. I mean, I hope things are working well for <laughs> you and your partner. Okay. Yeah, but... Touching all the wood. <laughs> I'm kidding. But what do you think of that? Um, you know, actually, I had this very in-depth conversation with some of my friends recently and um, 
it was a mixture of uh, this, this group of friends of mine. Like it's a mixture of two gay guys and uh, two two other girls, and we 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 talked about it. And you know, I think this is also related to an episode that we did with Jason Godfrey a few apps ago, mm-hmm. where we discussed what if um friends and not marriage is the center of our lives. Right. Instead of okay. you know always concentrating on worrying about getting married, settling down, having mm-hmm, kids, and all that, mm-hmm. what if we just live life? And if we don't get married, we don't get married. We yeah. just have our closest friends. Yeah. And we decided that if we ever were to be single at some age, we'll just all get like one big house and move in together <laughs> and take care of each other. Oh, that's so, that's so, so nice. Yeah, that's, that's my nice. backup plan. <laughs> if things don't work out, uh-huh. that's definitely my backup plan. Um, but of course, we say this jokingly and we laugh yeah, about it and all. Yeah. But I think at the heart of things, most of us are afraid to be alone to some extent. Mm. I really think so. And mm. I see it, you know... Um, in some of my friends' parents who, you know, unfortunately one of them passes on or, you know, maybe divorce and stuff like that. And sometimes it's very saddening to see as well. Like, you know, they, they obviously want to be independent and you want to, you know, live a nice life and all. But eventually, do you want companionship, you know, in your golden years of life? I yeah. think, to me, I definitely want someone to do life with. Yeah. That's for sure. Like, regardless of having the label of married couple yeah. or not, mm-hmm. having someone to do life with is something nice, yeah. you know, right? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I, think, I think having uh, someone to just be there with you, to do everything with you and to laugh at your bad jokes or to oh, like... Yeah. <laughs> that's for sure. Or to do things that no other friends would do with you. I think that's definitely something that... Yeah, or I someone to hear agree. you scream when you win your next uh, Star oh. Award. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody around me. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, naturally, we would feel certain stresses when it comes to um, the thought of being alone mm. at the end of it all, right? Yeah. You know, and I think for uh, some people as well who are maybe more accepting of the fact like, hey, you know, maybe I'm single at a certain age already. I just have to accept that I'm going to be, oh, you know, alone yeah. forever. But I, I feel like there is never an age where you, yeah. you know, you stop finding someone, I exactly. feel. Right? Exactly. Yeah, when you're, I don't know, 50, 60, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe you can still find someone. Yeah, sun, uh, what's it called? Sunset love or something? Sunset love. Oh, it's, there's a Chinese saying, it's called Huang Hun Zhi Lian. Teach me, teach me some oh, Mandarin yeah. Huang Hun Zhi Lian. Huang Hun Zhi refers to uh, a romance that's happening in their 50s and their 60s, oh, in a retirement so age. Yeah, so it's, okay. it's possible because, like I say, maybe one of their spouses, you know, they're divorced or yeah. they're widowed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so in that case, then, yeah, they can embark on this Huanghun uh, Zhilian. And I, I feel that no matter at what age you are, you can actually, if you want, uh, and you like to find a companion, I think there's no there's no holding back. You don't just feel that you're of a certain age plus a number, yeah. and therefore you don't qualify to, to experience romance again. So I don't, I don't think that's... Uh, mm. I yeah. don't subscribe to that, like, that That is so poetic, to be honest. I don't know, like, English is not so poetic sometimes. Like, Mandarin phrases, right? Yeah. Always has some, like, artistic way of <laughs> sunset love. That is so sweet. Yeah, yeah. Channel 8, this is your next drama, man. Like, <laughs> cast this guy. Anything yeah. you want to tell Channel 8, now I must say, you know. Like, oh, right, okay. right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, you know, moving on to, I think, something past marriage when, you know, you have kids and stuff like that. Have you ever thought uh, and maybe felt a bit concerned, like, what if you get married and then you cannot have kids? Like, have you ever thought about that? Like, maybe, like, physically or biologically, like, something yeah. happens and then, like, you know, you have this ideal idea that, okay, I'm going to get married and have kids and then what if cannot? Yeah, you, have you, know, you thought about that? I've always seen about that? these two concepts of marriage and kids to be the same thing. So right? I, yeah, you bundle I, them up together, Exactly, right? like, but when you're married, then it's time to settle, you know, because 
at yeah. Chinese New Year, people ask you're married, and once Actually, you're married, then they ask like when you having kids. Exactly, yeah. like yeah. they just have never ending of questions. What is that? What is the but, phrase? With the, is it Zhao Sheng Kui Zi? Yeah, Zhao Sheng Kui Zi. Oh my god, I got it right! <laughs> yes, good job. Yes, finally, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so I never thought about these two issues separately. Separate, uh, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, I haven't got myself checked up. Yeah. <laughs> I hope. I don't it's, think uh, you need yeah. to yet. I guess. Uh, but but uh, I actually haven't thought about it. But I feel uh, with the you know technology advancements uh, in yeah. fertility and you know everything that's happening, I feel that if a couple would really want to raise a kid uh, or you know have a kid on the, of their own, uh, it shouldn't be that big of an issue as of today. I right. feel. I feel. There are methods to do so, like IVF. Yes. And the other one was. IUI, if I'm not wrong, yeah. So yeah. those are kind of like the two things. I mean, I'm not obviously in the medical field, so I don't know how to like really describe it proper, but yeah. we all know that there's technological advancements mm-hmm. out there, even though we're still not legally allowed to freeze our eggs here in Singapore. What about you? Like, have you... Yeah, have, you I, have I thought about Yeah, I've thought about you know, I've, s- I've seen some people on Instagram, like friends that I follow and stuff, who have done IVF. And I have to say, I salute you guys. It looks like such a painful process honestly like the injections that you guys have to go through i mean obviously i don't oh. know the step by step on mm-hmm. on what what needs to be done but it is a painful process emotionally painful as well and i think you have to have a lot of resilience and determination for that to to happen and the thing is sometimes it may not even work and you have to do it again oh. and it costs a lot of money so I feel like, you know, you have to be mentally prepared for that. Obviously, I can't speak from anyone's perspective or point of view because I'm not in their shoes. But I can imagine for a couple that's trying so hard yeah. to conceive that is a very, you know, it could be a very emotionally draining process as well. So is it a thing where like, you know, do you feel like I am getting married so that we can have kids and a family or it's okay if we get married and not have kids? I am actually the guy who subscribed to the traditional, you know, family values yeah. of... yeah starting a family so you know getting married to me would mean that you know starting a family of my own yes. so that would mean you know having my kids so to me i'm a, a huge believer one of friend told me recently that raising a kid mm-hmm. could be one of your biggest legacies that you can leave behind for anyone because mm. raising a kid is super tough and yeah. you know raising them to you know to be a, a really great human is also like way tougher than that mm-hmm. so that's why to me it's something that I would see myself doing. Right. Should my partner say no? Like, hmm. Yeah, exactly. But why do you really love this person? Yeah, okay. Then that, how? Like you're torn, but the, your partner's like, nah, I don't want a kid. I think that would be a, a very long, ongoing debate with me and my partner to discuss mm. like, okay, whether we should have a kid or not. I would really have to go very in-depth debate on why she doesn't, would not like to have a, a kid. I think that would be a very tough... Conversation uh, to have. Yes, yeah, very yeah. tough conversation to have. So yeah, okay. what about what about you? Um, you know, I hope my parents don't watch this, <laughs> but I entertain the thought of uh, getting married or selling down or having a companion, a life companion, but I don't necessarily need to have kids, mm-hmm. I feel. And mm-hmm. I feel like my perspective changes along the way. Like okay, some years I'm like, yeah, I can see it happening. But some years I'm like, I don't necessarily need to have it and then maybe I'll check in with myself again in three Mm. or four years and Mm. see where I'm at in terms of that to to answer your question directly I think it's not so much of that I think like you said it's very rewarding for some women are like wow this was the most amazing experience of my life some have tough pregnancies and they don't want to do it again Mm. but I think also it comes from a point of it's so expensive also to raise a kid here in Singapore (laughs) and sometimes you know my friends and I also debate is it like a narcissistic thing to think like I want to leave behind like 
a good human being that like that represents my... me like <laughs> do i even care for that i don't know uh-huh. so i'll figure it out along the way and oh, if you're okay. watching this and you're also figuring out it's okay you know to conclude it all now that you've already you know you're approaching your 30s uh, and you mentioned earlier on that 30 initially was that age where you're like oh it's the ideal age yeah. but now you're approaching it so do you have a new and refreshed timeline yeah. of when you see yourself settling down and having a family yeah i think a lot of it has to um to do with like you know at what point uh am is me and my partner or would yeah. be partner yeah. <laughs> feel ready at the point of time right so uh i don't give myself like an exact timeline yeah but i right now you know as of last year there's a lot of uh good announcements happening in my company right, right so a right. lot of people are getting hitched and getting uh you know getting married <laughs> yeah, so yeah, yeah. a good thing is that they are setting the example that you don't have to wait until your 40s yes. to settle yeah. down and to get hitched so Following their footpaths, maybe in my 30s, I might have an announcement for everyone. I might, I might. I'm not saying that I will, but I might. I just in my 30s. Ooh, like 31 or 39? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> it's like it's a big difference. Yeah. 31 or 39? I'm thinking maybe mid or late 30s. 30. Ooh, yeah, okay, late 30s. okay, 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 okay. So on that note, obviously, mm. you know, it's been such an in-depth conversation that we had today yeah. and I think we also saw a new side to you. Thank you so much <laughs> Thanks for, for having me. giving so much opinions and you were so chatty and you were so giving in terms of your knowledge and your, you know, your thoughts and stuff like that on life. Just brain farting. If this is the quality of your brain farts, <laughs> we're going to have you here all the time. Please have me back for more episodes. <laughs> 100%, 100 um, But obviously, before we let you go, you know, just mm. some concluding thoughts as well. Like, I think certain things that we picked up from doing our conversation um, what I liked that you mentioned was forging your own path yeah yeah. so so do you want to just you know leave our viewers with some uh, parting thoughts yeah. on that as much as you know we have our own timelines and like Sonia and I and we both have changing timelines you yes. know according to uh, the state we are in so yeah. I feel that everyone can also have your own timeline and even if it changes you know a few years down the road I think it's fine because you are walking your own path in the end and you're in your own race. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. Um, you know, I think when it comes to forging your own path, like you mentioned earlier on, sometimes it just breaks society's expectations of you, or yes. which is totally fine, by the way. Like, like I mentioned, okay to be in the in-between sometimes. It's okay mm-hmm. to not always have it figured out because mm-hmm. I used to be such a control freak and like, I must figure out like what I want to do by the end of this year but uh, I'm always so like that you know but I think um, having the time to sit down and think about it too I'm like you know maybe I should just let the reins go a little bit because it's constantly changing and you know um, where you want to be and what you want may change Mm. depending on where you're at in that year as well so don't take it too hard on yourself thank you so much for listening to this episode of Men Explain Tso Tong it's been a pleasure thank you so much for joining us thanks for having me (laughs) if you like this episode please hit the follow button we're on Spotify and Apple Podcast also please follow us at itsclarity.co on Instagram and Facebook for more content like this and more beautiful people like Tsatung's face as well see you next episode bye bye